A good Ner Shabbos, Parshas, Nitzavim, and Vayelech. Ah, I'll tell you that uh, it's so, the last Shabbos of the year, we have so many opportunities to kind of rectify all the Shabbosim, because Hashem, that the Shabbos should be a, as they say in uh, Morocco, a Dehoibiner Shabbos, a very elevated, exalted Shabbos, Bezad Hashem. And, you know, there, there's so many messages that we're supposed to get right before Rosh Hashanah. We, we have so many things that we have to get our, as I don't know where it comes from, get our ducks lined up. I think it's a, a, in the shooting range, whatever. I don't know what that means. But you get your your life in order. And the Baruch Hu sends messages that are supposed to permeate our being when we read the Torah, when we hear the laning, the laning is supposed to arouse, arouse within our neshama certain messages that we need that are crucial for at each juncture in life. Of course, there are so many different messages and it's hard to tell you that I would have any real knowledge of the message. But one of the messages I think is so obvious is, of course, the famous idea at the end of Nitzavim part of the Parsha, where it says that Re'ei nasati lefanecha hayoy mesachayim vesatoiv vesamaves vesara. Asher anichim mitzav chayom. He says, "See, I have placed before you life and goodness, and death and evil, and I'm commanding you today to love God and follow His path and guard His mitzvahs and His statutes and rules." And uh, you should live and be abundant and multiply and Hashem will bless you in the land that you come there. But if Hashem, a person's heart turns away and doesn't hearken to God's words and you will be kind of pushed away, and then you bow down to other gods and serve them. Well, I'm telling you on this very day, that's going to lead to your demise. And you will not lengthen days on this land that you have come to inherit. I'm testifying today with the heavens and the earth. I give you life and death are in front of you. And which we say, which is blessing in life. And you should choose life. Now, this is a hilarious thing. I mean, the Chaim is a tov, it's a mavis vesara. So, I mean, Chaim is goodness and death is evil. So, and he says, then there's blessing and there's curses. So, it's almost a no brainer. Choose life. But that's what Kosh Borgo says choose life. So, I'll tell you like this. Rav Gamliel, he should be healthy and well, said there was a point in his life when he was a bit younger. And he was, you know, he knows he was davening, he's davening for Chaim, this is the theme of the Sarasimei Tshuva, Roshonah, Yom Kippur, daven for life. And he thought for a moment, you know, maybe, maybe it's better over there. Maybe in the other place it's better. Why? He says, because he hasn't seen anybody come back, you know. It must be good there, people go there, they stay. So he was, seriously, he was thinking maybe that's maybe it's more of a tafkid, it'll be better. 
you know, go to the next stage of existence. And then it dawned on him. Kash we ask, Zechariah L'chaim, Melech Chafetz B'chaim, Hashem wants us to be alive. We're not here for what makes it good for me, what's good, what I feel like. Hashem wants my avodah. Hashem wants me to be alive. He gives me life every day. That's what Hashem wants from us. I'm here not for my own, what am I going to get? How am I going to enjoy this the most? It's what does Hashem want? And that's really the bracha, is when you stay alive, you choose life, because maybe, you might think, maybe the other way is better. The best thing is to stay alive, it's to have the bracha and, and goodness. That's, the, that's what we need to do in life. So I just want to, just, you know, dawned on me, sometimes we, we live in our lives and we have this, this idea of what's good for us and it's something totally different. I have a, he, Gamliel also gave another marshal which I thought was very, very gishmak. And I, I could relate to it a little bit, uh, having gone around trying to help the Shiva Nevei build a building. And uh, he said uh, this idea really hit me hard. Um, he said that um, this one Rav, he had this uh, place, this person who would help the, his yeshiva, and he'd go to him every year. And this year, the fellow says, you know, Rabbi, you know, right now our matzah is not so good, and I have to cut back. You know, it's not, uh, you know, it's not, I feel bad, but, you know, that's, uh, that's the matzah now. The business is not doing so well, so, you know. I have to ask Mechila, we're not doing it this year. This Rav says to him, you know, in that case, I just, I want to give you a get. We're, we're finished. You do your thing, I'll do my thing, it's okay. You know, we'll go our own ways. The guy gets so upset, he says, Rabbi, what do you mean? You know, like, uh, all these years I, you know, I helped the yeshiva. What, one year I'm not helping, all of a sudden we're, we're, we're divorced. So Rav Gamliel says, you know, let me tell you something. You know, it's a relationship. And a husband and wife, when, when they're married, they're supposed to look out for each other. And uh, some, they have to sacrifice for each other. And he says, what happens one day, the wife, you know, she leaves the food in the oven too long, or, and the outside gets, gets burnt or something like that. And, you know, the husband comes home, we got to eat. Oh, sure, my dearest. So what does a, a good wife do? She cuts off all the, the burnt stuff and presents her husband with the, the geshmaka food. And she eats the burnt stuff. You know, it's okay. She, she's a good wife. What does an average wife do? She says, we'll split it down the middle. You have half and I have half. This is the matzah we're sharing. It's great. What does a, a not good wife do? The not good wife uh, cuts off all the bad stuff and gives it to her husband and she takes the good stuff for herself. So this, this Rav, I don't know how he did it, he said to this, this fellow, he said, listen, your business is not doing so great. Did you cut off, did you, you know, budget your Tiulim this year, your trips to the Bahamas and your, your, your yachts and your private jet, you know, did you cut back on those things or are you just cutting back on, on what you're giving to Yeshiva? And I think that that's something that's a big lesson. Rav Gamliel was saying it's a lesson for all of us in life. 
says, what's my relationship with Kadosh Baruch Hu? Kadosh Baruch Hu wants to have a relationship with us. We're chas v'shalom, as if we're the wife to Kadosh Baruch Hu. And sometimes, you know, we're, we're to blame and the food gets burnt. And, uh, but do I say, oh, I guess, you know, listen, I'm going to have to cut back on what I'm giving to God. And if we approach our lives that way, we're cutting, out, cutting back on what we give to Hashem, so then our relationship with the Kosh Baruch Hu, we're not the, the best type of level. The three levels. Somebody who will give it all to Kosh Baruch Hu, and they'll have the burnt stuff for themselves. Right? Or they'll do 50-50, or they keep the good stuff for themselves and give the rest to the Abishter. I think that that's a, a big lesson in life. Where do we find ourselves? Sometimes we vacillate, and sometimes our natural tendency is, you know, like, I remember there's a big hullabaloo in Hechsherim here. One of the best Hechsherim in, in Eretz Yisrael was, was giving miser from tomatoes or whatever, tomato paste, it was giving from the stuff that they were going to cut and throw away because it was rotted already. The stuff that was rotting... And they took miser from that, and it was a whole big thing. Like, how do you do that? It's, you have to give miser, you have to give from the best stuff. You don't give from the, the stuff you're going to throw out anyways. And there was a big uh, big problem. But that's, that's what we, we have to understand, where we're holding. It's before Hashanah. Where do I find myself? Am I on the relationship with Kosh Baruch Hu on level, on the positive, like giving it all to Kosh Baruch Hu? Or am I in between or has shown that I give a Kosh Baruch Hu the last dibs as it were Kosh Baruch Hu should bless us all to realize these things realize that Kosh Baruch Hu wants us to be alive even when things don't seem so gishmak but we have to remember why does Hashem give us life He doesn't give us life so we'll be on that level of that the wife who keeps the good stuff for herself and gives the bad, the burnt stuff to her husband we have to really understand we're alive if we dedicate ourselves to Kosh Baruch Hu, and Kosh Baruch Hu will give us more and more life and more and more things to live life in the best way possible. You want bracha? Do what Hashem wants. Chaz Hashem, you know, there's uh, people are always going around, well, oh, I got a bracha from this tzaddik, I got a bracha from this tzaddik, I'm going to this kever, I'm going to this... Uh, you know, flying around the world to beautiful things, you know, to connect the tzaddikim. We said, you know what? If you get a bracha from Kaddish Baruch Hu, what more could you want? Do the Ratzon of Hashem, and you're hooked up. Kaddish Baruch Hu should bless us with an amazing, amazing last Shabbos of the year, and it should be a catapult us into this new year in an amazing, amazing way that Bez Hashem, you know, it's not too late this Still a week left that Mashiach could come in the Motzei Shemitah and the Halavai will all be zocha to Rosh Hashanah be dancing together in Yerushalayim with Rav Nachman and all the tzaddikim they all come together in Eretz Yisrael and see the Tekabah Shofar Gadol B'chayr Hussein that Akash Baruch was blowing the Shofar Gadol and Mashiach Tzikhenu B'chayr Amen Zayi Gebenched